Well, I don't see what the big deal is. Put the mask on and go eat the ice cream in the car. Get after it, Paul. Tell her to knock no, it off. Pass. What's your <laughs> hey, lightning? Well, lightning. What's your favorite flavor? Fruity, fruity, or what? Yeah, that's it. Nailed it. That's it. You <laughs> okay, nailed it. Buddy. Now back to everybody's favorite middleman. BB. So that music sends us to the town of Winthrop, Massachusetts, um, because there is a story today. You may have seen it on your local news last night. I saw it on Channel 5. Uh, Winthrop has done something that no one else has done, and it has now happened, Lightning. You aren't real. Uh, You know what? Why don't you tell people what they've done, Lightning, because you are so worked up about this. It's beyond belief. Are you ready for this? Sit down, everybody. Get Buckle in, because Winthrop has now hired the first ever COVID inspector. That's right. COVID inspector. Inspector Gadget. Yep. This is from the Globe. The town of Winthrop said Wednesday that it has hired its first ever COVID-19 inspector. A position that comes with health department enforcement level powers with yeah. a focus on helping the community combat the spread of the deadly contagion. Mm. It is a part-time position. Uh, it looks like it start, started October 12th, a little over a week ago. And the COVID inspector has significant marching orders, according to the Globe. He's tasked to help with enforcing health protocols by visiting businesses and public spaces to ensure that workers and patrons are complying with face covering and physical distance ruling, uh, distance rules. Scale of one to ten, lightning. How much do you love the COVID inspector in Winthrop? A negative zero. <laughs> I don't uh, think you can be negative. I don't zero. care. I made it I up. I think zero is <laughs> zero. Just negative zero. one. You, negative. negative two. I will allow negative one. I cannot allow <laughs> negative zero. <laughs> That's how much I am not in favor of it, okay? I cannot stand this whatsoever. Put I mean, that in the folder of yeah. lightningisms. A <laughs> negative zero, I think, is that yeah, maybe that's the first true. time I've even that's my true. kids have never said that. All right, that's enough. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's my new one, I guess. I you're gonna get even more upset where I take this. Oh, here we go. My view of the COVID inspector. Oh great. Now Legad, go for it. Well, you may remember my first book, Lightning. It was called Ack and Ashes. Never heard of it. Uh, 1846, Nantucket's Great Fire. Pick it up today if you haven't. It's available <laughs> on Amazon. Um, but the reason why I mentioned that, of course, is do you know what they had in Nantucket prior to 1846, Lightning? Uh, some sort of inspector? Yes, a they had a inspector. fire inspector yeah, okay. whose job it was well, to different. go around to each and every building and write them up if they weren't living up to the standards of preventing fires properly. Is and that... you know what people in Nantucket thought of that person? Kiss my grits, to use the old mm-hmm. phrase. Like, who would want this gig, first of all? Well, isn't there still the same thing, like a buildings, a building inspector? You do have, well, it's the same, those similar, are like, like a fire hazard. It's like the same type of yeah, job. Yeah, I, I have a friend that runs a diner, and he has had major issues with mm-hmm. a uh, fire inspector. And his argument has always been these things are indiscriminate, they're political, they mm-hmm. pick and choose. And then sometimes they just decide, maybe. I have to use somebody to make it look like I'm doing my job, so I'm going to come down on this guy. Maybe, maybe they do. Who knows? I don't know. 
regardless, this type of thing has been around forever, but I don't think we've ever had it for a pandemic. But now we have officially, we have a COVID inspector in Winthrop. Here's where I want to go on this. Number one, yay or nay on a COVID inspector. You want your town getting one of these? No, hell no. I'll say I'll throw one hell no. No. We already have snitch lines. Like, do we need to be paying somebody to to also do that? This is the new equivalent of the hall monitor for the town. They go out there and they try to enforce this whatever, the the guidelines, because apparently they think we can't handle it on our own, so we got to send the hall monitor out there to make sure we're not up to some funny business. And nobody likes the hall monitor. Nobody wants you walking around, coming up to you and saying, hey, excuse me, you out there raking your yard, put the mask on, you're too close close to grandpa over there well i'll do you one better like you just saw it uh if you haven't seen the movie hubie halloween i got a spoiler alert coming up so i'll give you five seconds but lightning knows where i'm gonna Mm -hmm. go with this so here we go (laughs) it's amazing how you know they always say like life imitates art Mm. it usually doesn't do it in real time hubie halloween just came out the the premise of hubie halloween is this I mean, Hubie Halloween, Adam Sandler's character in it, he is the Halloween inspector. And he drives around town telling people that things are too dangerous, they're not, you know, safe enough, they they haven't, you know, taken enough precautions, et cetera, et cetera. He has, you know, he's self-appointed, unlike Winthrop's, but his job is to, he does it in the movie. He goes around and says, I'm sorry, that goes a little too close to that bat. We're going to need to move that next time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he does it in that voice. Lightning can attest. My, unlike it's Conscious annoying. earlier, Lightning, my impression's pretty good there. No, that was surprisingly good. It is. It is. It's quite an annoying voice. Uh, I I hate to say it, but it is. Annoying. Are those M and M's out of the wrapper? We shouldn't be giving those out at trick or treat. Come on, be better, people. It's very, that very true. It's that guy. But that's what he does in UBL. He goes around the town of Salem and he tells people where and how they are getting this wrong. That's what this guy in Winthrop is apparently doing now. He's just going to be bumming around and, hey, you, uh-uh, back it up. Let's see. That looks to be four feet to me. I mean, man, alive. We're not getting enough. Now towns are literally hiring people to get in our face, too. So two questions for you to consider when we come back. 617-266-6868. Do you want your town to hire a COVID inspector as Winthrop has done? Is this a good thing? That's number one. Number two. What is the craziest, weirdest thing? When the book, I wrote the book about Nantucket's Great Fire. Someday someone's going to write the book about coronavirus. What is the weirdest thing that you've heard or seen that the government has done to deal with this? I would put COVID inspector up there, but there are other things that have been going on. What's something that you have seen a municipality do that you go, really? This is happening now? Okay, great. 617-266-6868. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle on WRKO. Town of Winthrop has hired a COVID inspector. It's a part-time position. The person is tasked with basically walking around Winthrop, and if they see anything not right in terms of COVID rules and regulations, they are to crack down. And they have health inspector uh, powers that allow them to do so. So, Lightning, you remember the, like, the kerfuffle out in, uh, was it Oxford, the guy with the gym and the health inspector kept shutting him down? Mm-hmm. This guy can do that. Yeah, apparently. If, if he walked into that ice cream place, Rosalind's, for example, and he saw them serving without a mask, he can go, you're done. 
because he's the he's the COVID inspector. Well, yeah. Oh, and a, does this come with a badge? I want to know what kind of badge. Probably. Like, is it a pointed star thing? Is it one of those like circular shields? Does he put it right on the lapel? Well, does he have it in the wallet? Uh, COVID inspector. Don't we all want one of those? Just just once you can flip the, the wallet open. Yeah, like here it is. That's my badge. Well, apparently residents can be fined up to $300 and businesses $500. 617-266-6868, your reaction to this story, the Winthrop COVID inspector. Robert is in Winthrop. Robert, you're next here on RKO. Hi, VB. Uh, hi. I've lived in Winthrop for almost 30 years, and knowing Winthrop the way I do, I'm surprised they didn't have an inspector like an hour after we first learned about COVID. <laughs> I'm actually surprised more towns don't. Maybe they do, and they just haven't gotten the press, but for some reason this one got picked up, but... Yeah, I'm. I, I'm surprised that uh, once once they established the snitch line, I'm surprised more towns didn't say we're giving you a person that will immediately respond to snitches. I'm afraid to leave my house now, VB. If I go out to get my mail without the mask on, I'll get a three hundred dollar fine. You could apparently. You could. I think you'd get a warning first. I don't. I don't. I think on your property you can probably do with. I don't know. Maybe I, the rules I, are different. I, I don't know. Yeah. Doubtful. I still think that what's stopping them from walking by your house and be, hey, put that mask on while you're out there in the in the yard. Well, I think it's more like what you've been doing up at your house, Lightning, if the Salem inspector's listening. Those who, who, who pays for this, baby? Does it you, pay? You, you Robert, you live there. We get the privilege of paying for it? Yeah, yeah, it's a part-time position that is paid, and it's coming out of Winthrop tax dollars. Don't you love oh. it? Well, that's wonderful. Although maybe it'll pay for itself. Maybe this person will write so many tickets the town actually makes money. Of course, you'll be paying the tickets yeah. too. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's a lose lose for you, but the town will be like, "Hey, all right." Wow. Uh, I appreciate the call, Robert. Good luck. Be safe. Be smart, man. Because they're coming. Hey, talk about an old, an old guy. I he's not old, but a guy that I knew a long time ago and I haven't heard from in years. Dog, the snowplow guy is on the WRK listener line. Hey, dog. Hey, what's up, BB? How you doing? I uh, can't complain these days. Laying low, doing my thing, you know. Good man. How? What do you? What do you make of the COVID inspector? Well, you were asking about the weirdest thing that I've seen during the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Which, Number one, absolutely, you must have saw it a couple of weeks ago with the mayor of Chicago coming out with the outfit on of the COVID killer or whatever she was supposed to be doing. <laughs> that is a good one. I saw that, too. See that I lighting? did see that. And I she was... Mayor Lightfoot was dressed. Dude, they they were like trick-or-treaters, apparently. When, when, she, when I saw that, the first thing that popped into my head was the old Howard Stern show on Channel 9 where he had all those crazy characters come out and he had, like, underdog lady and yeah, yeah. different different people come out and do, you know, strange things. But that's the mayor of Chicago. She, it's, <laughs> like, the third largest city in the country. She's coming out like a complete idiot dressed like some superhero. That night, I believe, it was either that night or the next night in Chicago. There was not that unusual for Chicago, I know. But there were a number of people that got shot. And yes. it, it was a particularly bad night. And she's and out there in this costume. Absolutely. Dozens of people are dying in the city. And she's coming out like some kind of goof with COVID <laughs> killer or whatever, handing out hand sanitizer or whatever else she was doing. The only one I can and, compare that to, dog, in terms of what were you thinking, was when the the Cuomo brothers were doing their seemingly nightly thing on CNN, and Chris Cuomo decided to mock his brother by holding up a giant Q-tip 
sort of implying that his brother had a big nose and this was the Q-tip he'd have to use to get tested or something. Meanwhile, you had people dying in nursing homes in New York. Like, it was unbelievable that that went on. Right. Well, that's because the news isn't news anymore. It's it's like for pure entertainment purposes kind of thing, you know? Or just to tick you off. (laughs) Right, right. But on a more local note, um, I did see a friend of mine that lives in Swampscott sent me a thing about they were putting arrows on the sidewalks. To tell you what direction you can walk? Yes, to what direction you should walk in so you don't walk directly into the line of COVID or whatever they're thinking. So. Dog, I love yeah. both of those. Excellent call. Lightning, that's how it's done right there. He went national, he went local, and he's got the right attitude on all of it, which mm. is it's absurd. Can you imagine that? That's the, that's the, so 50 years from now, Lightning, I'm writing the book on how Massachusetts dealt with COVID. I'm starting with the fact that in the town where the governor lives, they think you're so stupid or so so needing to be micromanaged to this level that they're painting arrows saying, walk this way. Yeah, I've heard rumors about that. I didn't know that was actually legit. When you go to the market basket, Lightning, do you follow the arrows? No. <laughs> I should. No, like, I, I, a, I try to, but I get question. messed up. <laughs> I, I try to, too, but I invariably I realize at some so after annoyed. about three or four aisles, I'm like, I don't need pasta sauce. I'm not going down this aisle. But then the next one, as I'm going by, I'm like, oh, what was that thing? And I just turn. I hate and then it. after about like three or four steps, I realize I'm going against the arrows. And nobody cares. But you, you just, it's. I hate it. I hate The it idea so that much. I'm going to go one down to loop back That's around. That's what you have to do every time. And I'm like, oh, my. And I'm going in for specific items. And then I'm like, great. I got to go in this aisle to get to this aisle. And then I got to loop around and go back. And then, God forbid, you forgot something. I got to circle back up and down the aisles. It's uh, it's unbelievable. I it hate all gets it. back to, and I, I, you you mocked me at the time for mocking it, but when what? Mary Lou Sutter is at one of the first COVID press conferences, the state health czar told us how to wash our hands oh yeah i remember that yeah and showed us interlocking our fingers and she had some little rhyme that we were supposed to say so that we reached the allotted time and i thought i you remember lightning because i told you then i said this is the blueprint this is what's coming Mm -hmm. they're going to treat us like children all day every day and i as I have, I want to say, Lightning, if only there was someone with wisdom that could show you the way. Yeah, and that was one for me. I The second I saw that, I'm like, I don't think people realize how horrific this is. Mm-hmm. And I was I right or was I, I not right? Because now they're painting arrows on sidewalks. You <clears throat> might have been right. <clears throat> check the check the uh, Twitter feed. I think you'll know I'm right. It's about 500,000 tweets ago. But nonetheless, 617-266-6868. Dan's in Lynn right up near Swamp Scott. Hey, Dan, you're next. How you doing, BB? Hey, Dan. Yeah, I got some more info on that, uh, that Swamp Scott thing. They actually went to the trouble of putting jersey barriers out into the street where the cars usually park. And they, they separated people, you know, by six feet. So you walk one direction on the sidewalk, and then you step into the street to walk the other direction. The arrows were painted in each side. It's just so absurd. Again, Did you get I, that? Dan, yes, I do. It's absurd. They, they, in other words, lightning, you know how they do outdoor dining in the north end where they've taken part of the road away to give the space? They've done that up in Swampscott, but for walking purposes. So that if you're going one way and they're going the other way, there will be six feet in front of you. The problem is nobody can park their cars now. 
Right. They had the whole thing blocked off. So you go uh, you go to the Lynn side, you're in the street, and walking to the Swampscott side, you're on the sidewalk. And then there was a, there's a YouTube video. It's easily found. Uh, some lady talking to the guys who are actually painting the marks in the street, and she's talking to them and telling them how crazy they are. When this thing's all over, Dan, you, you know, somebody will do it. Hopefully it's me, actually. But someone is going to do the 10 most head-scratching things that happened during coronavirus. And I'm not talking Trump and policy and all that stuff. I'm talking about the mayor wearing the trick-or-treat outfit as coronavirus. I'm talking about Swampscott. Do... We have teams playing sports, and yet Swampscott says you can't walk by somebody on the sidewalk because it's just that contagious. I mean, this is crazy. It is just insane. And now you have Winthrop with the COVID inspector who's literally going around going, I don't think so. I think you're a little too close. You're going to have to get out that property. That's that's Hubie Halloween voice in case you're wondering. But this is happening now. We're doing this. After all this time, we've now resorted to the COVID inspector who can fine you. 617-266-6868. More calls when we come back. It's VB in the middle right here on WRKL. It's VB in the middle. They had the aardvark. The what? Aardvark. What is that? What do you mean, what is an aardvark? You know what an aardvark is. Dave, do you know Dude, it's an animal, and uh, they also, it was a huge show. You know Arthur? Yes, I know Arthur, but I don't know. Arthur the aardvark. I mean, come on. I have never heard that in my life. They are the only one of their kind. What are they? They certainly are one of a kind. What are they? They, I don't know. They're part pig, part anteater, part elephant. Are you serious? They're they're crossbreeding them? Like, what the hell? No. No. Never mind. Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman, VB. There's some developments in the Brianna Taylor case. Uh, one of the officers involved, Jonathan Mattingly, gave uh, an interview to Good Morning America today. And we're going to play a little of that and get into it in the next hour. In the meantime, we're talking about the new position in the town of Winthrop. It's COVID inspector. I really, Lightning, you know how like Shaq is like an honorary, co- or I guess he's just literally a cop now in Miami. I thought it was a detective. I thought I, he was. When uh, a friend of mine, Guy Glotus, was the uh, sheriff of Worcester County, he sent me a uh, honorary or one day only badge or something yeah. along those lines. And we did a zip trip to Worcester. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I don't know where the hell that badge is anymore because I'm sure my kids used it for something and it's now gone. Mm-hmm. I need a COVID inspector badge. I need to be temporary. The board of select persons in Boxford, if you're paying attention, VB down uh, down the street from you guys, he'd like COVID inspector badge for the town. That'd be great. Uh, Don't don't look to me to write too many tickets, but I do want the badge. So if you could make one of those up, that'd be terrific. Thank you. That's your Halloween costume. You can go as a COVID inspector, VB. What what would be the COVID inspector costume? Do I need glasses that I can push up? Excuse me, sir. Do you know how far you were standing away from that person? Uh, I think it was five. No, I had you at six feet one inch. I can tell you right now, you need giant glasses. This is gonna sound insulting. I shouldn't even say it. Never mind. (laughs) Maybe it's insulting to people out there who dress like that. So I probably shouldn't say it. The COVID inspector. I mean, it's it's come (laughs) to this. Man, Jen's in Methuen. Jen, you're next here in WRKO. Hi. Hi, Jen. Welcome. Um, hi, hi, Vivi. Um, I love your show. I was just calling because in the Thuin, um, my daughter plays 
soccer. She's six. She's like the first time playing soccer. And they enforce some rules that there can only be one parent at the games at the beginning of the season. But, you know, some parents still, you know, we've never seen her play a game before. So my husband and I both went to the first game, sat next to each other, masked on, far apart from other families because there's like the six feet rule. And, um, you know, the next game maybe we didn't. But now they have, we got an email early October saying that, they have hired a COVID code enforcement officer to walk the field throughout the day to make sure all visitors are following the COVID rules for the city. And if you're not, you will get fined. I, I just, it's hard to, it all started, Jen, way back when, when we first did the shutdowns. And then when we first started talking about mask mandates, I remember telling you, and I, I gave Charlie Baker credit for this, although man, he, he, got so close to the edge on it it was ridiculous but the idea is there's two ways you could do masks one is you could have a mandate where you're actually allowing people to get fined or you could say look we're going to give you the information and hope you act accordingly but if you don't that's on you and that's how it always was supposed to be but these towns now are like no they're they're getting like this is beyond power hungry jen i think they're getting addicted to micromanaging your life. I really do think that they're not going to be able to give this away or give this back anytime soon. They love getting involved with every single inch of what it is you're up to, including now being able to walk into your driveway and go, how many people you got back there? I don't like the look of that. I'm going to have to do a head count before I decide whether you get a $300 ticket or not. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy to me that uh, my husband and I can't sit next to each other. We're both in the same house, so I'm not sure what the difference is if it's just me six feet apart from someone else or the two of us six feet apart from someone else. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure what this one spectator rule is and why it's so important, but it's not well, like there's so, tons of people at the games. It's top and, like and one of the questions parents. that you asked to ask, Jen, is, and I know the soccer protocols well because I've been through them myself, but one of the questions you got to <laughs> ask here is, so let's say Winthrop decides to have a uh, Black Lives Matter rally. Let's say Winthrop decides to have a women's march. Let's say Black Lives Matter has decides to have any protest about anything. Is the COVID inspector going to be out there trying to enforce stuff? Or, nah, you know what, the rules don't apply when it's a, when it's a quote, peaceful, peaceful protest. Right, right. I don't know. It just doesn't seem equitable. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, Jen, I don't know if you saw this today, but uh, do you know what happened in Washington, D.C. over the weekend? They had a women's march. Thousands of people down there. Oh, no, I didn't. So, okay, fine, whatever. And you know the drill. Everyone's like, wow, this is so awesome. And everybody on the other side is like, is there is there coronavirus or not? But the the reason why I point out the the women's march is that went on in D.C. this weekend thousands of people tight quarters doing their thing do you know what they announced yesterday in dc the cherry blossom festival in 2021 has been canceled so we're like six months away from that no one knows what's going to happen between now and then but they're already canceling that while they were giving permits over the weekend for a women's march when we know we do have covid that's how absurd the whole thing is yeah yeah it it doesn't there's no rhyme or reason to it except for, you know, what they feel will be okay and important to them. Right. That's who they the rhyme or reason is this. Black from. The rhyme, the, rhyme, the rhyme is that we're not going to allow anybody to do anything, and the reason is because they can. That's number one. The other reason is 
we're not going to allow anybody to do anything except when we feel that the issue is just so important that we will allow it and somehow we know that COVID will pay attention to. I mean, that's the sort of right. quote-unquote logic that's being used here and has been from the get-go, and it's like, yeah, okay, sure, that makes sense. Jen, I appreciate the yeah. call. Don't be a stranger. 617-266-6868. Chad's in Swampscott. Chad, you're next on RKO. Hey, guys. How, how you doing? New fan of the show. Uh, listen, hate hate to be the dead horse in, in Swampscott, but I, I'm a resident, and I mean, it's just getting absurd here. The latest is they're now enforcing mandatory mask zones outdoors uh, on the sidewalks. So I Are thought that was me? all political. I'm not. I'm not. I thought it was political, you know, to blow smoke. But uh, until a friend of mine's out there walking her dog, no one else in sight. And a cop is pulling over next to her saying if she doesn't put a mask on, they're going to write her a ticket on the spot. I mean, it's crazy. This is nuts. It's just absurd. There's no evidence whatsoever that a person walking their dog is spreading coronavirus. This is like, you know, we may get into this later, Chad, but, you know, Charlie Baker, excuse me, Marty Walsh announced today that Boston is going full remote. They're not going to have the kids go back, as I predicted. But the reason why I point that out is there was a big study put out last week, and it was put out by NPR that, there is no evidence that K through 12 in-person learning is spreading coronavirus. This is the first big study that's been done, and they looked at it and they said, "Okay, where are we at?" And they said what a lot of people have been telling you that kids don't spread this thing. But while that study's coming out and being tweeted out by NPR, Marty Walsh is saying, "Yeah, we can't risk it. We're not going to have kids going back to school." And so they're messing with people's lives, even though there's no. We yeah. have to believe the science, right? Follow the science, except when you're in Swampscott walking your dog, and then science be damned, we're going to threaten you with a ticket. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Imagine if she was walking the wrong way on the arrows, too, Tim. They might have, Chad, they might have arrested her, for God's sakes. Might have, might have been a double ticket. Who knows? We're going to have to take the dog, ma'am. You're clearly an irresponsible pet owner. It's just, it's nutty. I appreciate the call, Chad. Glad to have you on board. Don't be a stranger. We'll get into it again as these things come up because one thing you're finding out is they're popping up with more and more regularity, and it people are losing their minds, and government officials are losing their minds, and people are getting crazy. It's bad enough that Swamp's got, got that on the books, Lightning. It's worse that the cop actually did it. Shame on that cop. Just keep driving. Come on. 617-266-6868. Speaking of cops, one of the three cops involved in the Breonna Taylor case gave an interview today and said something pretty interesting. We're going to talk about that when we return right here on RKO. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'd like to see it a little bit, maybe more right down the middle. I'm losing my mind just a little. Maybe you can realize that the truth is in the middle. So why don't you just meet me? Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman, VB. Hour number three of VB in the middle on AM680 WRKO. There is an update in the Breonna Taylor case, which we're going to get to in just a second. Also, there's an update. I, I Lightning, I can't even tell you. What? I know you're worked up about you hate Joe Buck, and I know you're worked up about you hate <laughs> COVID inspectors, but... I kind of laugh those off, but the one that I can't, I cannot believe is this Jeffrey Tubin stuff. I know you're There's an article in the really, Toronto Star today that, if you haven't one. seen it yet, is unbelievable. I'm, and I'll give you a little bit of it. 
There's a tweet from the New York Daily News that's mind-boggling to me. It's an article in the paper, which you wouldn't get because it's New York and it's the New York Daily News, so who does that? But it's unbelievable what people are doing and how they're trying to do this thing, that Jeffrey Tubin is somehow the victim here. You understand that, right? I, I'll get into it later. I don't want to start now because once I start, forget it. We're off the rails. But it, it's it's ridiculous how they are trying to save Jeffrey Tubin's career for him after what he did. But uh, a couple of more things, a couple of more calls on this COVID case because uh, people got some funny stories or some weird stories. We're talking, it all comes from Winthrop. Uh, Winthrop is announcing that there has announced that they actually have. It's been going on for more than a week now. A COVID inspector. It is a part-time paid position. And this person's job is to walk around and make sure that businesses and residents are following the COVID rules and regulations as put forth by the board in Winthrop. I, I can't think of a more nauseating job to have. And I can't think of... You think meter maids get catch flack lightning? Imagine being this person. I know. And just imagine doing this, thinking, you know what? Not only is this a good idea, we're we're really going to do it. This is the guy in the NFL that goes around and measures whether your socks are too your your socks don't get to your pants or you're not wearing the right pads or you've got some sort of marking on your helmet that doesn't fit. And everybody in the league can't stand that person. And now Winthrop has one in their town. It's just crazy. And so it got us to thinking about a, what do you think of that? B, just some of the crazy rules and regulations that towns have come up with for coronavirus, including, as our last caller said, a woman walking her dog by herself, getting the cops pulled over and said, get a mask on or you're going to get a ticket. And she had to pull a mask on right there. I, I, that is insane. 617-266-6868. Let's go back to the phones. Paul's in Ludlow. Paul, you're next in RKO. Yeah, BB, I heard about these corona police. How are they going to enforce it? So in the case in Winthrop, Paul, they have been given the same authority that the health inspectors would give, and as such, they can write fines. Yeah, but I know the registry, if you don't pay child support, mm-hmm. if you don't pay your taxes, okay. If you don't pay your easy pass, okay. But how are they going to enforce this? I'm not, I don't know where you're getting tripped up on it. Like, this person is going to write you a ticket, and his name is going to be on the ticket. If you don't pay it, I'm sure there's going to be interest on it. And if you don't pay it long enough, they'll probably, I don't know, but they'll probably write you another ticket, boot your car, do something in order to make sure that you pay the ticket. Will they? Will it be legal if someone challenges it in court? I bet it will. This is Massachusetts, really? don't forget, Paul. Yeah. Oh. What will happen is... If my reading of court rulings, and I'm going to use that Pennsylvania case, um, the, the Pennsylvania decision as my basis on this, Paul, but my understanding of the way COVID cases have been dealt with in the court so far, a lot of it depends on the time. And so where Winthrop would get away with this is that they've declared basically a state of emergency. What the, what the Pennsylvania case judge ruled is that that doesn't last forever. And six months into something, you're no longer in that state of emergency. You can't do that indefinitely. But Winthrop has only had this for a week. My guess is they'll be able to do this for a couple of months. Then, like, come the new year, I would think you'd be able to challenge the thing. But for now, I bet you'd lose. 
Yeah, and then you got to get a lawyer. Yeah, which costs you some money. Yeah, it's easier just to pay the fine. I, I what in God? I can mean, you, you imagine get, with everything that's going on. It. It's one thing if you have like a hundred people at your house, but can you imagine getting fined for you got like twenty people at your house? Like, was Karen yeah. Polito going to get a ticket for being at a, the, the nephew's or graduation party? Right. I mean, I, I understand. Just, this can't it be what we want where we live. You can't want it to be at this level, can you? No, it can't be. And I think it's all going to end with election. I don't know. It depends. We'll see how the it didn't. Nothing's going to change in Massachusetts. You understand, Paul? There's no. Yeah. There's no changing yeah, any people there. I mean, forget it. Nationally, that's right. a different thing, and who knows how that's going to go. Okay, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call out there in Central Mass. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. Mike's in Boston. Mike, you're next on RKO. Hey. So uh, the news report today said um, that the cases are ticking up ticking up in the battleground states and it just occurred to me what, what would the democrats have to run on if they ha- if the virus didn't exist oh i there's mike are you kidding me i mean with the economy the way it was i don't it, that would have been that would have been funny to watch that because every answer that trump gave to any question would have been it's called the economy and that would have been it we all said that i mean people thought back in february this thing was basically over it would take a pandemic and sure enough you have one now and that tanked the economy and it took away literally his trump card as it were and that's where you are now well you know speaking of the democrats i don't usually do the oh it's only bad in democratic cities and whatever But in the case of Boston, where we're broadcasting from and where you're calling from, Mike, so Boston's up over 5%, and they've seen an uptick. But what is that uptick based on? Like, how? What do we think that is from? In other words, yeah, because first of all, they're, they're doing the draconian things. Boston has been way heavier than most cities in terms of what they're allowing you to do and what they're telling you you can't do. And in spite of all that, they've got an uptick. And so the first thing they do as a result of the uptick is to double down on what they've been doing, namely not allowing kids to go to schools, even though that could have no risk. That has nothing to do with the uptick. We know that because kids aren't doing it. And we've been told by the most recent exhaustive study that kids don't spread it from going to schools. So why would we shut down schools except that we have to look like we're doing something. And so that's who eats it. So basically they're proving that what they've been doing doesn't work. And yet they keep doing it, and people go, man, they're on it. All right, way to go. Because that's the Massachusetts well, way, Mike. I agree. It's the ultimate control weapon because now then they say that you could have the corona with no symptoms. So now it's corona infinity. Yeah. Yes. This is why I keep telling you, Mike, you know what 1918 did? Here's what 1918-1919 didn't have over us. In other words, the Spanish flu. You know what it didn't have over us? It didn't have great laboratory facilities. It didn't have unbelievable hospitals. It didn't have 100 years of advanced medicines, and so people were dying. But you know what it did have over us? It didn't have television because television has become such a fear weapon. 
Again, it, this is right. why CNN has the running tally up all day about the cases because somehow they can just get you to be so afraid. Like the guy said earlier, I'm afraid to even walk out to get my mail now because they are trying to instill that fear into you at all times so they can control you. Right. And they keep saying, you got to wear a mask or we're going to get you. But then they keep proving that the mask really doesn't work. And they keep telling you, and I will for a, I try to be in the middle on this stuff, hence the name of the show, partly. But one thing I have trouble being in the middle on is when they tell you to follow the science and then they don't follow the science, it's hard for me to take you seriously. There, There is no phrase that someone on the hard left likes to utter more than will follow the science. What does the science yeah. tell us in regards to schools right now? The science tells us that that is not a problem, and yet they keep telling us we can't let our kids go to school. It's just mind-bogglingly well, stupid. The other part of the science is that those masks don't b- block the particle size that the virus actually is. So and right from the get-go, the mask does not work at that level. So the particle size is too small. Uh, look, I so I've told you my views on masks forever. I don't think masks can hurt me in any way, so I just don't think it's a big affront. Do they help stop everything? I don't know. I I don't think we'll ever know on this. I can tell you in the Spanish flu case, the only sort of studies they did on it said that they thought that masks were nothing because they looked at towns that were all in on masks and they looked at towns that didn't use masks at all. And their argument was that the rates were the same. And in terms of the Spanish flu, I don't think we really have any idea on it. I just don't think it's that big of an ask. A bigger ask is saying, hey, do you mind if we have a guy just walk through your yard to make sure you're following protocols? That I find ridiculously offensive. And that's what apparently is going on in Winthrop now. 617-266-6868. Thomas is in the car. Thomas, I got about a minute here. Uh, BB, real quick. We don't need uh, uh, Corona police. We all encounter the self-appointed ones every single day, and it's driving me crazy. One quick story. Last week I was in a Lowe's standing on a blue, my little blue spot where I was supposed to be, and the kid in front of me who's half my age turns to me with an attitude and says, how about a little space there, sir? I go... If we were any further apart, I'd have to call you on the cell phone to hear you. And then at my local supermarket, I, I, do I need an eighteen-year-old? Do I need an eighteen-year-old girl telling me, "Excuse me, sir, well, I'm going to have to ask you to step back behind the line, please." Yeah. I mean, come on, this is driving me crazy, BB. I'm with you, brother. That happened to me too. I appreciate the call, Thomas. You have the right attitude, that which to me. is. Can you imagine? Have you had that lightning? I've had multiple I, grocery instances when I was, have. You had someone say, "Excuse me, I'm going to need you to step back." Yeah, I've had. You I, have? I had somebody because that couldn't oh, have gone oh, over well oh, with you. Oh, somebody was like literally putting their card in the machine, you know, just finishing up, right? And there was like a, a football field between me and the other person. Okay, and I started okay, moving up, putting my groceries. Excuse me, miss. Excuse me. Get. Can you please wait a minute? Oh man, I was, I was fuming. The look on my face, like if looks could kill, I just had that like, is this B serious right now? Like that's that's exactly the look on my face. Like, I, I did not furious. order a BLT with cheese, I ma'am. Was furious. Like I was so mad. I was like, BB, you know me. I was like, I, I was almost stunned at the audacity and the nerve of that person that I couldn't even say. I was just, and it's one thing if you're right up on him. It's another I if you're following yeah. the sort of rules that we have. Multiple grocery instances. That's one of them, though. I've had a couple of battles. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. We'll switch topics when we come back, including there is a Mitt Romney update lighting. Have you seen this? 
Mitt Romney made news today by telling us something we knew all along, but somehow this is news. I'll tell you what that is, and then we're going to get into the Breonna Taylor case as well. It's VB, you're in the middle on RKO. VB in the middle. WRKO.